Hey there, I'm Ian. And I'm Rachel. And we want to welcome you to our Building Contenders podcast. Here we share messages, sermons, and our weekly conversations to equip you to contend for the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. Blessings. We would get people come to our church and they were like, oh man, I love the culture of this place. Um, like there was a huge feedback that we got and we would do our, our covenant class, which was like our membership class that was a couple of hours long. Mm-hmm. And we went through our kind of core values and went through our core values and we'd get to ones like sonship. And, I would explain, and, and you know, people would go, oh yes, I'm a child of God. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not what I mean by sonship. Sonship means you serve someone else's vision, essentially, uh, that you steward something that doesn't belong to you. And um, and they're like, mm, can I have your culture without that piece? Can I'd I like, have all the good bits? I like all of that without <laughs> that piece, you know. And and it's funny we've had some f- feedback recently. It's been yes. great, but you know, Rachel's running a dream and dream interpretation course coming up in January. There's another shameless plug. Oh, stop! And it's probably yes. the. Sorry, I'm putting these on because I'm trying to read your comments. It is probably with we only launched it yesterday morning, Saturday morning, and the registrations are going through the roof. It's exciting. <laughs> Someone someone's actually a little bit nervous. Hey Julie, what yes, up? Yes, we did uh, swap places on per- well, we didn't actually we didn't. Ian had set up before me. Normally I set up, so Caroline. Um, I chose the seat of least honor. <laughs> Right. And yes, I am nervous about the dream thing, but it's going to be fun. It's but it's, be... it's interesting, you know, because it's free and we don't normally do things for free. At least that's the perception. Yeah. Obviously, this is for free. You know, when we go live, it's for free. All our website stuff's for free. All our Facebook content's for free. Um, but the event thing that we do, we don't often do them for free just because free could. Well, there's a whole cultural piece, yeah. but it's like, hey, you know, people would see, we've literally had this feedback. Like people would say to us, hey, I love the fact that people around you are actually doing really well. The yes. people that connect with you, like connect or seem to be doing really well. They're, they're joy filled. They're encouraged. They have the hell encouraged out of them. And they're growing in their ministry, growing in their relationship with the Lord. Could I have that? But only could I have it for free? And it's like you're not getting the whole thing, like you're not getting the whole cultural piece, which is there's times that things have to cost you. I want to let that just sit there. Mm. Like there's times that things have to cost you. And like sometimes that means they cost you financially. A lot of times that means they cost Mm. you financially. How else is it going to cost you in terms of energy, in terms of time, like things have got the cautions and really I, I think with with even like such shifting that's going on within his church at the minute and the shaking that's going on in mm-hmm. his church, um, I, I think there's really people that want it to cost us nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that scripture where it says, freely you've received, freely give. Uh, I, I just want you to know that I have not freely received. It cost him everything. I mean, I received it freely, but it costs someone mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. It cost Jesus everything. And, 
you know, that, that it is, and it's certain anyway, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> that could be a whole preach. That could be a whole preach. Well, I love what David said, you know, I'm not going to give God something that costs me nothing. You know, now he was talking about worship and his, and like complete surrender, but. Um, Wasn't that the water? Yeah, the water, his friends risked. There. I mean, I would have been TO'd, tipped off. <laughs> can Can you imagine? Like, I've just risked my life to go through enemy get lines you, to get, get, you your king water, get your king water, and he, poured, he pours it out. Yeah, he poured it out. Yikes! It's like I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do something that's cost me nothing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when you're in the middle of paying the price, it's really tough. Mm-hmm. Not that yeah. we know anything about that. But. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But as with so many, you know. Yeah, but you create a culture. Mm-hmm. You're you're creating a culture of, you know, what was it a, a year or so ago that I watched all these angels go around everybody and remove the easy buttons, which I've mentioned time and time again. Mm-hmm. But but I don't think it's because there was an easy button. I think it's because we wanted an easy button. I think it's because we expected an easy button. And I think God is currently removing the expectation of an easy button. Like people have asked us, you know, hey, Prophet Rachel, what's the word of the Lord for 2023? What are you sensing? What are you sensing? You know, the nightmare questions because nobody got 2020 right. Um, and and we're under this illusion that if God's going to do yeah. something, he has to tell the prophets first. But that's what scripture says. I feel a controversy coming on. <laughs> I, I think there's enough veil. Like there's enough, yeah. there's enough, what, what is it? Treasures hidden in darkness mm-hmm. that we don't always, we don't always, that's not always true. That the, like the Lord might tell the prophets, you know, well, we see for, unto us, for unto us a child yeah. is born, unto us a son is given, but they'll have no clue what it is until Jesus appears in a manger. Um, so, so I, I don't know if there's a big word for 2023, mm-hmm. except that it's going to be the great and terrible <laughs> year of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, we're, there's, we're sensing something, aren't we? Like, um, you know, we're sensing this whole idea, even a church today in Beach Chapel was, I wasn't there, by the way. I know. Uh, I I was. <laughs> and um, it was glorious. You know, there is a sense of God breaking in, like heaven breaking in. And I think, you know, it's the thing that we long for, isn't it? It's the thing that actually we come alive for and we we love. Like we, we are aware, of course, God is always present. He's in us, him in us, we in him. Um, an Emmanuel God with us. And then there are the glorious times where we are actually aware of heaven. <laughs> we, we manage to uh, up our senses and, and heaven just breaks in and uh, it is beautiful. And there is that sense of he- God is, will have his way. I don't think things will be easy this year. But I, I do believe the prophets see and hear in part, and we are all bringing different parts. And of course, that's all tempered by our eschatology and how our lens that we're looking through things. So you might get a prophet who 
God has spoken something to and yet it's like the judgment of the Lord is coming. Well, I just say, you know, that's not my lens. Um, but that's not my truth. That's, that's, not, my truth. <laughs> that's not the new covenant. Right. You know? It's not true. So it's not about my truth. It's actually about new covenant Ooh. truth. Oh, that, well, we hit that one. And, um, you know, so, so I think we're all doing our best to hear, you know, we're all doing our best to hear what, what the Lord is saying for 2023. I, I actually don't, oh, I, I'm curious, but I, I, I just think this is an eternal God. And, um, and I think, you know, let's get a word for 2023. I, I think God's plans have not changed, you know. I think his plans are to heal the sick, raise the dead, and set the captives free. And I think that's our job as the church. And to walk in the culture of honor uh, and to walk in freedom and and glory and to bring the glory of God wherever we go. And um, so I, I do have an expectation of something stirring of God um but that's heaven's always ex that, that's always heaven's expectation is that God is moving and he's on the move you know yeah I I I I agree prophet Rachel <laughs> I agree I agree boyo that was a that was an attempt at a Welsh accent by the way which is really bad um, I do think that sometimes we're a little, the charismatic world is a little bit ADHD and the world was looking for something, you know, oh, squirrel, always looking for whatever the next thing is instead of this notion that we do it within our Daniel company. It's a, it's a long obedience in the same direction. Um, you know, it's like we had a, we were chatting with John and Carol Arnott. He said name dropping um, a couple of years ago, <laughs> and you know they were praying. They went up, met a friend of ours in the airport, went up, and they were sort of like, Shh, you know, sort of praying the glory on them. Yeah. And the person said, "Oh, I didn't know we were still doing that." And having been part of a church that did it for two years and then moved on to the next thing, which was small groups, and then moved on to the next thing, which was whatever it was, um, and that sort of ADHD trying yeah. to fill a hole that is not trying to fill a hole that is created through a lack of intimacy with the father. Mm -hmm. I, I think, um, you know, it's like you're moving on to the next rule that part of the relationship and constant, constant instead of like digging in for the long haul. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and John's answer was like, well, what else is there to do? Right. Like what else is there to do? Is there anything else we do other than enjoying the Lord and enjoying all of that, you know, so it, it is yeah. sometimes we sometimes we want to get out of where we are rather than actually mm -hmm. um, building endurance. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that can be pretty toxic to the culture that we're creating around us and those that are in our culture. Um, instead of saying, no, this is a long obedience in the same direction that we're going to be doing the same thing this year that we were doing last year. We're going to be, mm -hmm. you know, loving our enemies. We're going to be praying for those that curse us. We're going to be blessing those that curse us. Uh, we're going to be unaffected by culture. We're going to be unaffected mm -hmm. by the troubles that are around us. We're going to hold mm -hmm. fast. You know, we have an anchor, and that anchor always holds through every storm. Yeah. And, you know, God is good. Circumstances aren't always good, but God is good. This mm -hmm. is what we do. 
we build those yeah. muscles. When I talk to some young leaders and like, you know, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like we're just like leadership stuff all over the place. And <laughs> the church has been pulled in so many directions. I'm like, like what, what yeah. did you expect? Like, were you expecting rainbows and kittens? Yeah. Like, this is a war, people. This is a war. Mm-hmm. And what we have to do in the middle of a war is just not be phased. Mm-hmm. Not actually be phased by these present circumstances. And I don't believe these present trials are, are here forever and all that. But I, I think it is always recognizing that, the, like, 2023, this is what I believe 2023 is. Last year was the Jewish year of Shemitah which is the end of the, the year where ground is left fallow. It's the end of it. And I realized in Jewish calendar that happened in September, whereas for us it happened December 31st, if you just take that as, as you know, canon. So for us moving into this new year, the old year has mm-hmm. passed, and that means it's not like it's not a – I know we, we hear people say, and I, I, the understanding is, well, that didn't feel like a restful year. That didn't feel like a year when the land was allowed to rest. And that's not really the purpose of it. The, the purpose of it is to purge the land of any impurities and actually allow it to replenish. And it sometimes isn't done in a place of like just rest and sitting, drinking Mai Tais on the shore. Uh, sometimes it, it's done mm-hmm. through just that like purging of mm-hmm. what needed to be purged. So that then puts this year as a year of sowing. Like that means That's this exciting. year, that means this this is a year of sowing and reaping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do, I do believe, I believe I want to, I want to prophesy. I want to declare it that this is your year for sowing and reaping, mm-hmm. um, for making decisions, what it is you want to grow. What's the crop that you want to grow in your life and in the lives of those around you? Because again, culture mm-hmm. becomes everything. And and then actually harvesting, harvesting this stuff. Um, so that's so good. I love that. It's like divine order. I think there's divine order in so mm-hmm. much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like I, I could go off in so many directions, really. I think it's also like I I love that experience. Uh, I think it was Smith Wigglesworth had where devil himself, I think, showed up. And wasn't it he was going to sleep one night? And I think it was the enemy showed up in his bedroom. And he's like, oh, it's just you. <laughs> and um, and he just turned over and went to sleep. And that happened uh, to another person I know really well. Uh, where like the whole demonic thing uh, was was visible around them and they just fell asleep instead of... So and my point in all of that is to say, like, don't get distracted by hell. Don't get distracted by what hell's doing because all the enemy wants to do is stir up anxiety and stress and, and we get the choice to not play that game, to not play the manipulation, to not argue. You know, even on Facebook, like we won't argue with people. We won't enter into that whole debate. It's It doesn't get anywhere. Um, for us, it's like stay in your lane, stay 
faithful to what God's called you to do and um, and not let the enemy rob you of, of what you're actually supposed to be doing. You know, sometimes we're shadow boxing and we're fighting the wrong battles. And um, I just think the enemy always wants to distract. You know, even today in church, there was something happened and they handled it so well. But it, it was just like a the enemy wanting to distract and wanting people to engage with arguments and all that nonsense. And it was outside the church. It wasn't in the service or anything. And and that happens a lot with churches, you know. Um, so I think it's just not wasting time this year. It's sowing into who God, where God wants you and your destiny and your, your purpose and um, and not wasting your energy on the enemy and his distractions. You know, it's like smoke screens, you know, <laughs> or putting fires out, all that. You know, it's like, oh, it's just you. No, <laughs> you're not. Uh, you're not removing my peace. I, I belong to the Prince of Peace. And uh, it's actually staying in the Prince of Peace, you know, in that place. And sometimes you have to fight for that. You know? Yeah, Nikolai Tesla. He has this statement that is kind of like I've been camping around for a couple of days. As he says, if you want it, I'm gonna, I might butcher this, so forgive mm-hmm. me. He said, if you want the answer to the universe, uh, look at energy, frequency, and vibration. Energy, frequency, and vibration. So if you think of it, and, and I realize that it's been hijacked um, by those who with nefarious intent um, and that's a big word. That was a good word. I like that. It's been hijacked by those with, uh, with not good intentions. Right. So, um, but, but if you think of it, you know, that God is light and what is light other than energy, vibration, frequency, what is the word other than energy, energy, vibration, frequency, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You know, this is all about energy, frequency, vibration, creation happening at the sound of a word, at the sound of a voice. Um, even the power of singing, even the power of, you know, like I, I have always, not always, but for a long time, even my kids were young and listening to uh, songs. I would, I would be concerned if, because what happens when when the power of energy, vibration, frequency actually is reinforced with mantra or saying the same thing over and over again, you hear in mm-hmm. rap music, which is changing culture because of the power of vibration, right? Because of the power of the vibrational frequencies that come, it is absolutely changing culture. Mm-hmm. And what happens when we sing a new <laughs> song and that song is a song of peace? Sing. <laughs> I'm not singing, no. What if, what if it is the song of peace? Yeah. Like what is what what happens if we move in a different spirit? Yeah. Right? You know, your your words are spirit. So right? This 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 there is a correlation. Mm. And this is my thought process at the minute. What what is the correlation between energy, frequency, and vibration and spirit? You know, you you know, shall we call down fire upon them? Mm. And you don't know what spirit you're on. 
like you don't know what what you're putting out there and what does it look like when we mm-hmm. change the atmosphere and and like worship, you know, can't just mention worship. Worship can't simply, worship is not about an egotistical God who is needy and needs everybody to tell him how amazing he is and how they think he's amazing. That's not, like, he's he's not needy like that. But what what we do is we have, um, we, we have worship that actually is changing mm-hmm like the vibration and frequency and energy of of society of even like is it possible for a church to be worshiping in a way in spirit and truth right is it possible to, for, for a congregation a community of believers to be praying in spirit and in truth or to be worshiping in spirit and truth and then to actually affect the vibration of a neighborhood or a city or an area i i would say it is mm-hmm. i would totally agree um but it has to be of the right spirit mm-hmm. you know those that worship will worship in spirit and truth like it has to be in the right spirit um so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm sort of like camping around that and just how much healing there is even in, in these pl- places you know like hearing testimonies of cancer being dissolved through frequencies and vibration of like Alzheimer's even being reversed, Mm -hmm. like all these testimonies of, of things that are blowing my mind, to be honest. So it's amazing. um, So yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. I think there'd be more of that. Me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's, yeah. Anyway, I do love. Um, sorry, I need my glasses now. Uh, Miranda, is that you know? Miranda. Miranda is in Mexico. I love that we get to have lots of people. This is, this is our international ministry. Hello, <laughs> right? so, the very. This is. Right? <laughs> we're from we're from Ireland, so. This is uh, our prophets of the nations. <laughs> I, I, I I mean yeah. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. There's there's so much. There's there's just so much. Like the Holy Spirit hovering on the waters. Mm. The Hebrew word for hover is is is, uh, vibrating. Yes. Like it's 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 the it's the spirit vibrating Mm -hmm. over the deep, you know, Mm -hmm. over the waters, and what that looks like. For us, even you know, what does it look like for us? Like it, it definitely gives. It it helps us make sense of why curses are so bad. Like why people telling people mm-hmm. um, negative things just are so bad. You know. Well, it's it's really interesting because, um, like you know, the whole throughout scripture, it's like your words will be death or life. You know, I'm sure we've mentioned this many times, but it is that. So when you hear something, when you're speaking rubbish over yourself, when you're speaking harsh words over yourself, when you're speaking them over other people, it's not neutral. Um, So, so you have uh, this, so the vibrations thing is like, we hear 
through bone conduction and through our ears, but we also hear through our bone, our bones. And so I remember hearing this story, which was amazing. This friend of ours, who's a prophet and pre preacher teacher, and uh, he he was in a meeting and he said, everyone who has any fibromyalgia um, symptoms, which is really you know a lot of pain in your body all the time and doctors think you make it up because there's no visible reason for it um he's like for anyone who has those symptoms put your hand up and uh and they all put their hand up and he put then they put their hand down and then he said now if of any of those of you guys um have had harsh words spoken over you consistently uh as even as a child or growing up um put your hand up and they all raised their hands and so you have this group of people and he's like, okay, so I want you to come up and we're going to break that, those curses, because it's essentially like word curses, like things that have been said in anger and hatred and bitterness. Those are not neutral. Those actually destroy people's bodies. And, um, and we just, you know, we do damage to our own soul, I think, on our own makeup when we do that ourselves uh, and so he prayed he broke off words that had been said he broke off things and uh, I think the majority if not all the people were completely healed and set free yeah. and, and I'll tell you another story this is a brilliant story this is what happened to me in a um, I went into a conference a prophetic conference and this is why I love prophets they are incredible especially those who see uh, with um, their physical eyes. So we were lined up for prayer in this um, in this conference at the end. I wasn't there. He wasn't there. I was with someone else, and uh, we were lined up against the wall. And I knew the 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 woman who's very powerful, amazing woman of God. And she came to me, and we knew each other. And she says, um, "I see your back is full of knives." And uh, she says, I'm going to pull them out. And you know what it's like. <laughs> you don't have to be a leader to have people talk about you or slander or that's called living and being a human being. <laughs> and she pulled them out. And as she pulled them out as a prophetic act, like she was pulling them out, what she saw in my back. Um, and she said, some of these are covered in like their words on them, on the knives that are I see in your back. And some of them are slander. And she said other things. And as she pulled those out of my back, I hit the deck. I just collapsed um, because something was I was getting set free and I was getting breakthrough. And we came to the meeting the next morning and I felt this is what it felt like that I was actually breathing fresh air. I don't know if you've ever had like a beautiful spring morning and you go out and you can open your windows. Like in Ireland, it was like this. Uh, Two days a year. <laughs> Two days a year. And you breathe in the gorgeous spring. That's what it felt like. And so it was real, like, you know, people speaking harsh words over you. Um, and that, you know... Yeah, Michelle, some autoimmune conditions have word curses at their root. Like this, it's a real thing, you know. 
this whole vibrations and um, it's fascinating. It it's is. Fascinating. Here's, here's the bit that I think we miss and, you know, it would be great to dig into this or our Zoom call mm -hmm. afterwards. But um, For me, it's not even about the curses that are made because I don't mm -hmm. believe that there's any weapon that's fashioned against me that will prosper, right? I don't believe there's any weapon that's fashioned. Mm -hmm. I believe that's completely biblical. But it's not the curses that come. You know, Graham Cook used to say, yeah, please cur curse me all you want because mm -hmm. God's just going to turn this into a blessing. He didn't used to say that. He says that, says, still says it, you know, that it's not really about the curses that come even from brothers and sisters in the Lord, you know, but it is our agreement with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's when we stand in agreement with the curses of the mm -hmm. enemy, with the threats of the enemy, when, when we are able to stand and not be like um, Nehemiah, right? It's, it's those of us that have had to come down and we will talk. You know, come down and we will come. Come on, waste your come, time come with on, me. Come, come on down. Come we'll and talk. Argue with we'll me. talk, argue. Let's, let's do this. We're just going to go down. And then we actually go down to the enemy's level and we are infected then. Yes. But it is the agreement that we come into mm. that maybe they're right. Yeah. Like the maybe they're right just opens the door a little bit for the enemy to come in mm. and actually occupy. Yeah. And I think that I think that's what repentance is really about. It's mm -hmm. not repentance doesn't address the curse. Mm -hmm. Power addresses the curse. The blood of Christ addresses the curse. Come on. But what addresses the curse that it's actually mm -hmm. um, having an effect is our agreement with it. When mm -hmm. we come into agreement with the lies of the enemy. So I think we should pray. Uh, do you have a book on energy? I do not. No. <laughs> Nor do I recommend it. Um, I think we should, before we finish up, do you want to say any more? No. No. We'll keep it to the Zoom call. Okay. We should pray and just, uh, do you want to do that? Would you do that? I think that would be good. <laughs> You're telling me what to do now? Yes. I'm volunteering. I am a man under authority, so... <laughs> Yeah, Father, I just pray that you would give us discernment to know what's going on. I know April's just asked, like, mm -hmm. do you know all the curses and all that? But I just pray that you would give each one of us discernment right now, the gift of discernment to understand. Your word says to train our senses to discern good from evil. And God, anything that we have come into agreement with, anything yes. that we stand in agreement with, and Lord, sometimes we're even so committed to being in agreement with this, that we speak it, we mull over it, we intercede around it, instead of just refusing to, to, to come into agreement. Anything like that, I pray that we would have the wisdom and revelation to, to understand all these things, and that we would have the courage to stand against the lies of the enemy. The Lord bless us, keep us, make your face shine upon us, mm -hmm. and give us peace in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord, we just release the peace of heaven over you. We release the peace of the Father, the blood of Jesus that paid for every, every pain in your body. We release the, the testimony mm. of Jesus um, that we come into agreement that he is the healer. And so, Lord, we ask for those, um, you know, we ask that where we have, where, as Ian said, where we have, 
come into partnership with anything that is not of you, that is a lie from the pit of hell, uh, that we repent and that we ask, Lord, just your, we, we say we break that agreement in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, the Prince of Peace, I pray you would pour over everyone who watches this, who's watching, you would bathe them in their peace, Lord. I pray you would bathe their sleep in your peace, God, that you would meet them, that you would surround them, God, with your presence and, Father, with your joy, with your joy, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, bless you guys. We'll see you next week. And core contenders, jump onto the Zoom call.